because they're disembodied souls. Right. And they know that's not what we're supposed to be for all of eternity. They know there's a resurrected body coming their way. One, two, three. Yeah, it doesn't work. Um, yet. Yet. <laughs> Welcome to Christ in All Things, a conversation about meaning and purpose. It's based on a Bible verse, Colossians 1.17, which says, Christ is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Christ in All Things is a listening ear into conversations about receiving and giving the love and hope of Christ. And these conversations, they are an invitation. Because as you'll hear, and as much as we enjoy having them, Digital media operates from a distance, and that is not what's best for us, with God, or with one another. So, thanks for listening. And if you're in the neighborhood, we invite you to participate in person in the life that finds its epicenter at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Welcome to Christ in All Things. I am Pastor Lance O'Donnell. I'm Pastor Jason Schachman. And we are here with a follow-up episode in the series that we called Grieving with Hope, uh, back with my colleague, Pastor Schachman, and we're talking about... Grieving. Grieving and the journey of grief that you guys have been on. As the day of our recording is the 12th day of Christmas. It is indeed. And uh, which means it's the eve of the epiphany of our Lord. It's the fifth day of January in the year of our Lord, 2023. Originally, we had planned to record, I think, right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we decided to postpone this one because we wanted to talk about the first set of major holidays after your father's death. And so if you don't mind, I'd like to begin with prayer. Okay. I, I would appreciate and, and, that. And then we'll And then we'll dig in. Yeah. Almighty God, Father of all mercies and giver of all comfort, deal graciously with all those who mourn, that casting every care on you, they may know the consolation of your love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. You were telling me a minute ago as we were setting up here that you're in Hebrews 12 today. Yeah. Why don't don't you you read the passage in question for us and then talk about the context? (laughs) Passage in question. That's funny. Uh, so the, the, the text of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, uh, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And what sticks out to me um, today is, uh, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, my natural inclination and curiosity says, which cloud is that? Uh, And I was actually having this conversation uh, last night with uh, some of the folks in our Lutheran Basics class um, who are also mourning the loss of a relative uh, recently. And um, they had, they had mentioned, um, you know, at All Saints Day, uh, we, we've, we've heard pastors talk about how uh, we gather as the church on one side of the, the altar, one side of the communion rail to receive the Lord's Supper. But, but there at the, 
at the foretaste of the feast, we, we are also communing with the, the heavenly host, right? The angels and archangels and all those in the company of heaven that laud and magnifies glorious name. And so when we come to the Lord's table, we are joined in an intimate fellowship with the saints that have gone before us. And, and their question was, where do we get that biblically? I had no idea that question was coming, so that was kind of a fun one, right, to real quick run through the Rolodex and go, huh, where do we get that from? Um, By the way, for those of you who are younger and don't know what a Rolodex is, <laughs> this was a thing back in the day before there were digital phones, and you had this circular thing on your desk that had a bunch of small, basically like index cards, and you kept your contacts on it, and it rolled over. So... Uh, for our for our younger listeners, that's what a Rolodex is. It was essentially the context the context section of your iPhone in a paper uh, form in a wheel paper form. Yes. Yeah. Sorry for the diversion. So what uh, what I what I came to, although I I think I should probably go to other texts as well. Um, uh, Hebrews twelve right twelve one talks this about this great cloud of witnesses. And they, and then his his question was, okay, but that doesn't necessarily talk about the saints that have gone before us. And I said, well, it it does, because whenever you see a therefore in scripture, you have to stop and ask, what's it there for? Right? It's pointing you back to something, or it's pointing you ahead to something. So it's always a connector between what it says next and what came before that. The question then at hand was, well, what does this therefore that chapter 12 starts with connect to? Um, my, my answer was all of chapter 11. Indeed. And all of, in chapter 11 for is, Hebrews is, is a the, litany of the faithful. Yeah. And that, it, that is a listing of the faithful with, in some cases, some explanation of their faithfulness, their faithfulness, uh, or rather God's faithfulness in the midst of their struggle. Right. I don't know if you knew this, but yeah. that's our family verse. Is it? Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. I did not know is our Is our family verse, my confirmation verse, as it were, and it's etched in Greek on my wedding ring. And, wow. I, re, and, I, wow. re, and I repeat it to myself every morning when I put my wedding ring on. That's my practice. You take your wedding ring off? I take my wedding ring off when I go to sleep at night. Mine doesn't come off. <laughs> yeah. Well... It's- I'm still not so fat. It's locked underneath <laughs> my fat knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't have that. I don't have. But that's that's kind of been my practice. Yeah. Uh, with that, so that therefore, since we are surrounded mm-hmm. by such a great cloud of witnesses, and that came about in in my practice as a result of my own grief. Yeah. You know, dealing with my fa- my father's death, and then re-entering or being re-entered into the Christian faith, and discovering, you know, all the, all that we've discovered and we're taught that they're not just dead. Right. They're, they're alive they're, in they're, Christ. They're alive. They're alive in Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there are some special comforts about they're not just up there, that heaven isn't just a yeah. location, you know, like another planet, that it's a realm. That you, you mean they're, they're, they're still waiting for a, for a land that is not built by human hands. <laughs> they, they, you mean they, they died not having received the promise. They, the, the saints who went before us. Yeah. Yeah. Waiting also for the new creation. Right. So getting back to where we started. Yeah. That passage came to mind because, well, it's been on your mind. Well, part, partly because of the conversation I had last night. 
right? At the end of Lutheran Basics. Um, and, and partly because here we are to talk about, okay, you know, your father died on August 8th. I think, what, yeah, I was going to say August, August 8th, yeah, yeah, in the year of our Lord, 2022. And here we are on the fifth day of January, the 12th day of Christmas yeah, um, in 2023. We've been through Thanksgiving. Um, you've been through Christmas. And New Year's. And, and, and New Year's. And those are all special things. I mean, they're special things for all people, but or for most Americans, I should say, Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas is special for all Christians. But you also have a special practice uh, yeah. with your best friend and his family who we yeah. visited with. I'm, I'm curious, you know, this wasn't where I was originally thinking, but can we start there? Sure. Let, let's start. So let's start with the most recent holiday. Okay. And, uh, and how... And tell us how you celebrate that holiday briefly, and then how did you? How did your how did your father? How did your father's death impact yeah. at all? Yeah, how you celebrated New Year's yeah. this year? Um, so every every New Year's for uh, the last sixteen years, minus last year where COVID took away our New Year's. Which, uh, if you've listened to the episode with called "Friend or Brother." Uh, with myself and my my best friend in the world, Mark Treadway. Uh, hi, bud. Um, you've no doubt uh, gotten a glimpse into that that unique relationship. And we both said uh, that of all the things that we missed because of COVID, New Year's together was one of the hardest. Um, because for 14 years before that, we had always done New Year's together and um, missed it last year and did it again this year. Uh, and one of the fun conversations that came up in this reunion of the New Year's tour uh, was um, we are both, my wife and I and uh, Mark and Chrissy, uh, we are both anticipating that when our kids are grown and gone and start having families of their own, the tradition will be New Year's is at the Shockmans. I love it. <laughs> right? So however, however many that is, uh, New Year's is at the Shockmans. Um, and so we were, my wife and family, uh, my wife and my kids were in Arizona for a wedding. And we uh, flew back on the 31st. And Mark and Chrissy had arrived at our house on the 30th. So they were there without us. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah, right? Uh, Taking care of your dogs. Tr- indeed. Uh, and And truly, right, this is, when you know friends are more than friends, right? When they stay at your house and you don't. Um, and so uh, then we got in on the 31st and, um, you know, kind of dinked around in the afternoon a little bit, played, played some board games because that's what we do. Um, and then our, our, our New Year's preparation or celebration is uh, we don't actually have dinner. We just make a boatload of hors d'oeuvres, appetizers, things like that, uh, and snack on those for a while. Yeah, for hours, right? Watching football, um, watching movies, playing board games. The kids go play video games. Um, uh, Later in the evening, we get to talk on the phone with Becca Faith. Uh, She's the daughter of um, the Treadway family, and she was on a mission trip with with her Lutheran high school. Okay. Um, so she didn't get to be at our place for New Year's, and 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 she even said she missed that. 
even though she's down in Mexico building houses with a bunch of other kids, right, and having a great time. Um, so one of the one of the hors d'oeuvres uh, this year was um, everything bagel wrapped mini mini hot dogs. You know, like little everything pig. bagel wrapped mini hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, it's like a pig in a blanket. Right? That sounds fabulous. Oh yeah, they were great. Except it's got like the everything bagel seasoning. So on it. please tell me that was a Gary Shockman thing. N- well, <laughs> <laughs> that it, and Gary Shockman is the my, Reverend Gary Shockman, yeah, my dad, the late Reverend Gary Shockman, uh, Pastor Shockman's you know, father, alive in Christ, because um, Christ is risen. I want to know how the ba- how the, how yeah, the yeah. everything bagel wrapped. I'm getting mini there. Duck. <laughs> so. As a kid growing up, um, we always did New Year's with Jack Honig and his family. And Jack was my dad's best friend, right? And so there were other families that came too, but that, that was, we would go and do New Year's at the Honigs uh, and play Euchre and other games and, you know, uh, eat eat hors d'oeuvres. And one of the, one of the favorite hors d'oeuvres at the Honig's New Year's gathering was these little pigs in a blanket that they had in this uh, warming dish that unlike a crock pot today that has metal walls, it actually had fabric, like, like an insulated oven mitt inside of the lidded dish where inside of this is all of these like crescent roll wrapped little smokies. Man, I would eat those things like they were going out of style. Just done. They're gone because I so, got into it. So them. who made them this year? Um, well, we did. Uh, we, you know, when the treasuries come down, we just pull all stuff out of the freezer that we bought for it and throw it in the oven. Um, so for us, they just come out of the oven and they go on a plate and that goes on the table and then we just munch on it. But um, I loaded up my plate with some hors and was eating, going to town on it and watching. I think we were watching... Um, uh, Marvel uh, Civil War at the time. Um, <laughs> and for those of you or our listeners that are older, that's a, uh, a movie in the Marvel cinema, Cinematic so, Universe. That's So it's it's the Avengers. But they fight each other. They fight each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I'm sitting there watching, eating um, these little mini corn dogs. That are not corn dogs. These little uh, mini hot dogs that are wrapped in like a crescent dough that has everything bagel seasoning on them. Um, and I was thinking, well, as I'm sitting there on New Year's Eve with my family gathered around, I'm eating these things, and it kind of struck me that uh, something. While I really like these, something about them isn't right. And you couldn't figure it out. Oh at no! First. It took me about two seconds, and then you figured it out. I, I mean, right away, I was like, something about these isn't right. They're not Jacks. They're they're not like the corn dogs from, from Jack Honig's. Got it. They're they're different, which immediately made you think of missing dad at New Year's, and it's it's not, but but yeah, there wasn't less joy, right? There wasn't less celebration. There wasn't less um, hope in the year to come. There wasn't there wasn't it wasn't diminished, right? Because, uh, like I said. It's different. So for those of you who are listening and haven't yet lost a loved one in the Lord, this is often how it is. You know, you, we tend to think of grief as, you know, there's something, you have this this wave of emotion. It's 
afterwards, it, isn't it often the little things like a crescent roll wrapped little wrapped, smoky <laughs> wrapped hot dog <laughs> with everything bagel season that makes you think of it's those type yeah. of things. Yeah. And it, and it was just the, the concept of, look, this is such a familiar thing, but something's different. Um, and that, that really, that, that idea really typifies this entire first holiday season for me. Okay. Um, whether it was Thanksgiving or Christmas, it was, um, you know, this is different. It's, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. In fact, I kind of, in, I kind of enjoy it, but it's different. If I may, on that note, how is it with your mother? Oh, she's my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Which means she's smothering you. Uh, uh, yeah. In, in the most, in the most loving way. And, and I think in part she's, um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, we check in with her all, all on the regular and, um, uh, at, at Christmas, um, we did the, our, our tradition with the Starfelt clan is we all show up and get together. And then, um, usually we either have lunch and then open gifts or we open gifts and then have, have a meal. Um, and, and this time, uh, we, sat down to open gifts and we always go from youngest to oldest. And this time, and this time we went from youngest to oldest, like and always. She, and she was, and she was the oldest. And how did that go for her? Um, again, it was different. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was different. Um, and, and I mean, there wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of crying and there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, oh, I really miss it. And it, it, it was just that it was just different. Yeah. Um, there, there wasn't another set after mom opened her annual gift, which is the same nearly every year. Uh, she gets calendars from the families with pictures, you know, like the, um, snap fish or yeah. the photo web shop. So the family based yeah. calendars for so, the year ahead. And, and Larissa always makes one for our family. She sits at the computer for a solid hour and a half and creates a, a 12 month photo calendar. What a fun gift. Oh yeah. And so we've been giving, like she asks for them and that's what we give her. I mean, we give her other stuff too. This year I gave her golf balls, <laughs> right? Cause, um, right after, after dad died, um, Mom started coming down occasionally on the weekends and she would come down on Saturday and, uh, or even Friday and stay for church on Sunday. And then if we you know weather permitting, she would say, Oh, well, you know, I think I'm just going to stay till Monday. And then we'd get up and I'd get the kids off to school on Monday and I'd come home and she'd, I'd walk in the door and she'd go, you want to go play golf? <laughs> Which of course the answer is yes. Um, Cause Monday's your Sabbath day. And, and I love to play golf. And you love to play golf. So um, uh, she she really grabbed onto that and, and even went and took some golf lessons. Um, and and uh, so I gave her some golf balls and said, so this is, you know, when the weather gets nice again and the courses open up, uh, this is your, for your supply. There you go. Right? So so we can continue that. Um, and, and we enjoy that together. So that's a good thing. So for you anyway. Yeah the holidays were different shades of just 
different. Yeah. I mean, they were they Thanksgiving. Um, it was just different, right? It wasn't, um, it wasn't what it always was. Not, not despairing. No, but different, but different. Uh, you could like, you can feel something's missing, right? Mm-hmm. Something, something's changed. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious. But, we have, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's almost all the sweeter because dad's not suffering. Sure. Because, because I'm no longer watching him decline. Because last Christmas, oh. he was suffering. Yeah. And that's yeah. a different perspective on it as right. well, isn't it? Yeah. It, you know, yeah, last summer it was. I'm, or I'm, last cu- I'm curious if, Christmas, yeah. if anything, because, you know, the way you, we've talked about this in a previous episode. If you haven't listened to one of the previous episodes of On Grieving and this is helpful for you, you might go back and listen, listen to those. One of the things we talked about is, you know, y- your family did this differently than other families might in terms of you and your wife and your kids for you guys. It was important for you guys, for your children to have as much stability as possible. And so, you know, they really didn't see a lot of their grandfather. It was, you know, well, they didn't see a lot of his decline of his declining stage. And, you know, they were home and your wife was with them. And so you, you know, you were more intensively involved in that. I'm, I'm curious for them in your observation, was there, how how was it different maybe for them over the holidays or was it uh n- none of them have commented to me that it was different okay or that it was because um when the families get together the kids always hang out right right and that was the same for them yeah yeah if not if not enhanced because um not not only did my my oldest niece, who's also my goddaughter, hi Sarai, uh, have her husband there. Hi Josh. Uh, but Caleb, uh, my nephew, who is a student in the engineering school at UW Madison, um, his his girlfriend had come home for Christmas for a little while, and she was supposed to fly home to Pennsylvania, and her flight got canceled. Oh, because of uh, we had a disaster. And so she was at this Christmas in 2022. So she was stuck. So she ended up Christmas with, so she ended up doing Christmas with us on the 26th. And so Natalia was there. Hi, Natalia. You know, and how did that go for everybody? Um, fine. Right. And, uh, Eden, the youngest of them, um, her, her boyfriend, um, is, is, uh, Bennett. Uh, and Bennett was there too. So it's like for the kids, it was only, the fun was kind of multiplied because, you when know, you guys were up in Appleton, Wisconsin yeah, for yeah, this. We went, okay. so my, my family, my mom and my sister and my brother-in-law and, uh, the kids all live up that way. Um, Sarah has a place in Appleton with her husband and she works. Um, so for those of you listening and haven't been to Wisconsin, you have no idea where this is. <laughs> find Lake Michigan yeah. in North America. So find the state of Michigan and Lake Michigan and travel up the west side of Lake Michigan from Chicago about three hours. Yeah, ish. And then head west just a little bit. Yeah, and that's Appleton. Right at the top of the big Lake Fond du Lac there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we we drive up there and it's like an hour and a half from, from where we are here, um, which is which was great. And we had a, a really, uh, enjoyable time. The, the, 
moment where it really was more difficult noticing the difference didn't really hit until it was, okay, hugs, goodbye. Oh. When you were... Oh. When we were getting ready to leave. Uh, and then I'm giving Eden a hug and I'm, you know, hugging Josh and Sarai and she always comes next to last. Um, she's um, she's my goddaughter. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, you know, g- giving Caleb a squeeze and hugging Chad, my sister, my, my sister's husband, um, and Natalia and, you know, Bennett and Eden and all, you know, everybody, we just, it's what we do. Everybody takes turn hugging everybody. Um, and then we say, okay, bye. And then everybody leaves, right. Or then the people that are leaving leave. Um, so last two hugs were my sister and my mom. Yeah. That's different. Wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. That was different. Um, that was when we all got a little weepy eyed. Yeah. Right. That was when we all got a little. Yeah. Verklempt as yeah. one might say. Right. Um, because it was different. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't. Again, it wasn't like obtusely painful. Uh, it, 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 it's not like there was this gigantic hole. It was, it was just different. Um, and yeah, it was a little sad. But again, we know the promises. <laughs> we are surrounded you know, and, by so and, great and, a cloud and, of witnesses. And that's the isn't that's the river that runs through all of this. Absolutely. Uh that obviously has informed your your grief is it's not over. In fact, it's we're all very much alive. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, because Christ is risen. He has risen. Indeed. Indeed. Hallelujah. And and so, um, it's, yeah, it's a matter of time. And dad doesn't have time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean he's out of time. Well, right. Well, I do, but not in that way. Outside of time. Yeah, he's outside of time, right? Where he, and yet, right? Oh, and this is beautiful to me. I almost think of it this way. When a little kid goes to sleep on Christmas Eve, he's got all this eager anticipation and all this like bundled up buzzing energy as he lays there and falls asleep because he knows tomorrow is the unwrapping. <laughs> right? Indeed. And so I I think of this is the picture that I that I hold is those who have died in the Lord, who have gone before us, who are away from the body, but at home with the Lord, right? For them, it's like that Christmas Eve. There's anticipation, there's eagerness, but there's peace and there's rest because they are in Christ, alive in Christ. Not like a soul sleep or some crazy idea like that, but they know more is coming, right? Uh, We get this picture from Revelation of the the, those that have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb and they're gathered around the throne singing uh, salvation belongs to our God and to the lamb right and then there's there's this other passage in Revelation that gives us this other image of those saints that have gone before us the martyrs that have gone before us that are gathered around the throne and they're crying out how long O Lord until you avenge our blood right and I and I don't mean 
I don't think that text means like until you take vengeance for our blood, but rather until we get our blood back. Because they're disembodied souls. Right. And they know that's not what we're supposed to be for all of eternity. They know there's a resurrected body coming their way. One, two, three. Yeah, it doesn't work. Um, yet. Yet. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it, right? So so even, even dad knows it, while he is in the peace of Christ, outside of time, with with without all the encumbrances, ugh, great word, um, that his body was enduring. He knows that more is coming, and it's going to be far better. And I think that's probably a good place for us to say thanks for joining us at Christ in All Things. For show notes and other information about this or other episodes of Christ in All Things, visit ChristInAllThings.org. Comments may be emailed to comments at ChristInAllThings.org. To support Christ in All Things, click the donate page at either ChristInAllThings.org or SPLCO.org. In thanks for a one-time gift of $100 or more, you receive a pair of nerdy blue light blocking glasses with the Christ in All Things logo on them. Pastor Shockman loves these. That is so not true. Patrons who subscribe for a monthly gift of $20 or more will have early access to the show and receive some on-air clapping. As well as a pair of Wisconsin-made Christ in All Things hiking socks. Gifts of $1,000 or more will receive thunderous on-air clapping. And a word of thanks, plus a handmade leather Christ in All Things folio by the Murdy Creative Company. For a gift of $10,000 or more, we will go bleeping bananas. <laughs> Do a happy dance and take the show on the road to your home or wherever it is you'd like to fly us to record with you. All post-production surplus supports youth ministry at St. Paul's. Thank you for your support. Christ in All Things is a production of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. For more information about St. Paul's, visit splco.org, email us at info at splco.org, or call us at 262-567-5001. Intro, outro music, setting by Joseph Hurl, copyright 1998, Concordia Publishing House, used with permission.